Do you know what an obsession is? Oh, sure. It's like when a guy looks up girls' dresses. <laughs> well, yeah, that's one kind of obsession, but... An obsession means that you get so wrapped up in one thing that you forget all the other important things in your life. And sometimes that's a good thing. I mean, if you're studying in school, you want to get wrapped up in one thing and you don't want to forget the, I mean, medical appointments or something like that, obviously. But sometimes it's not an obsession to be passionate about the things that you love in life and to drop things that are less important by the wayside, you know, assuming it's not your kids. You know, obviously something important like that you wouldn't do. That's from an adorable older movie that wasn't that popular, Kidco, K-I-D-C-O. It's about kids who start their own company selling manure. And I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and right now I'm going to turn to the phones, and we'll welcome Robin. Robin, what's on your mind? Hi. Hi. How are you doing, Dr. Kenner? Oh, very good. You're having problems with a friend? Actually, two friends. They're two female friends. Okay. How old are you, Robin? 46. 46. And they're in the same age range? Yes. Okay, tell me what's going on. Okay, um, one of, both, mostly, one of my friends, her name is Alicia. Uh, she and I have known each other since around the age of 12. Wow. And um, even back then, she uh, was just somebody I hung out with from time to time, but really uh, didn't want to hang around her too much because to this day is still very controlling type of personality. Okay, give me one visual of Alicia controlling you. Okay, um, she's always wanted to go out to the club, and to this oh. day she still likes to go out to bars and things like that. She's an attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really didn't want to go to certain places with her at that time. Of course, I was well under age. Mm-hmm. And she would say, okay, let's go out, and i say no. Then she would go into a childlike voice to basically make me feel bad. Can you imitate it so I get a feel for it? Okay. Oh, Robin, please, come on. Because, you know, I really don't want to do this alone, you know. Um, but I don't want to go to a club. And what would she do? Uh, she says, you know, come on, come on. You know, you, you really want to I really need the company. You know, there's, there's nobody else there, you know, that I really want to be with. But I don't think you're hearing me. I have no interest in going. I hear how much you'd love my company, but I'm. I, let's do something else. I don't want to go to a bar. I don't want to go to a club. You know, next thing I know, she's going to slam the phone down on my ear. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So she goes from kind of taking frosting on the cake and saying, poor me, please accompany me, I need you, the pity mm-hmm. response. And if you don't do anything, you get the cold shoulder. Yeah. So that is that her? It, so tell me, that's Alicia. Who, tell me a little bit about, or is there anything else I need to know about Alicia? She doesn't take no for an answer, as, you know, given in the one example. Yeah. Uh, even today, when I tell her, um, when I go to visit yeah. once in a while, she will offer me some kind of refreshment or food, and I'll say, well, no, I you know, don't want to eat that, but thanks for offering. What does she want? Give me a, a visual. Okay. Uh, there for a while, I was trying to get off of pork, yeah. and she'll say, well, you know, you used to like pork, and, you know, my, my mother, she's gone through all this trouble to fix it. <laughs> guilt okay that is called that is a beautiful beautiful example of something called 
unearned guilt. She's totally disrespectful of your values, of your mind, of your choice making. And she's trying to impose her choice making on you because her mother went out of her way to make it. Well, then her mother shouldn't sacrifice. If her mother doesn't want to make pork, she shouldn't make pork. And if (laughs) go ahead. And she'll say, well, you know, you know, I'm not going to eat it. And she says, I know you like this kind of stuff, but I just told you I'm not interested in eating the pork. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, you've always been like a daughter to my mother. You know what my guess is? If, if that's the case, your mother will understand that sometimes daughters don't like to eat the food that they make. Yeah. So you could, you could, it sounds like you could use some stronger skills to hold your own. Because every time you give in to her, you are betraying yourself, Robin. And you don't want to do that because that's, th- that's where the damage is done. You can't control the pressure that someone else puts on you, such as Alicia or this other woman that you said uh, that you alluded to. You can control holding your own. There's no way in the world that if Alicia tried to get me to go to the bar with her, that she could. And I don't have to be mean about it. Mm-hmm. She could use the pity, oh, Ellen, won't you come? I'll be so lonely. And I'll say, you know, I understand that this is important to you. And I hope that you value me enough as a friend that I don't, that I, that you don't try to force me to go. It won't work. I'm not interested in going. And I, I would like for you to really hear that. Oh, come on. It's not going to hurt you. What's, you know, you're not doing anything tonight anyway. It's my night and I want to do what I would enjoy doing. This is not something I would enjoy doing, going clubbing tonight. Mm -hmm. But you enjoy it in the past and I can't go all alone. You know, it sounds more like you're looking for companionship, not necessarily me. You know, maybe you can call a few other people. There's no one else to call. Says, well, that sounds like something that you'd want to give some thought to so that you can have some companionship doing that. That's not something that interests me. And, And I start resenting it when I feel pressured to do something that I don't like and I do like it when I when I feel heard when you do listen to me and you have done that like I might remember one or two times when she's listened to me and I've respected you know I've enjoyed that so what did I do there okay um you basically reinforced you know your views on what you felt very strongly about that you what you that you didn't want to do right I was 100 percent self valuing. I wasn't being mean to her. Mm-hmm. I let her know that my that that my choices matter. And I wasn't afraid to say that. And her methods wouldn't work on me, whether it's an appeal to pity or whether it's the cold shoulder or whether she screams at me or whether she pouts. You know, there can be a whole range of manipulative behaviors. And I don't have, I can just name them. I can say, you know, I notice that when I speak my own mind, that you hang up on me. I'm uncomfortable with that. And I've been screamed at in the past. Oh, then say, you know, if, if you scream at me, are you thinking of breaking off with her entirely? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah you want- she, she really doesn't listen like you said. Okay. She doesn't value my opinions. Um, then absolutely, and we, I know we don't have time for the other woman, but this is a template for it. Uh, if you're looking, you want to look at the people who are currently in your life with the title that you've given them as friend and figure out how many have earned their place. Mm-hmm. How many, in which cases does it feel like a genuine trade, Robin, that that 
they listen to you and you feel like you share the airwaves with them. You can talk about your day. They talk about theirs. And you don't feel this game playing with. You want to find friends who are respectful of your mind and of your values. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to feel like a wimp around them. And you don't want to be a bully. And that doesn't sound like you're the bully. It sounds like you would be more of a doormat and go along and then feel resentful of them. Right? That would also, the other woman I was going to mention. Yeah, go ahead. There's a similarity in personality to some degree. Then figure out why you're attracted to two women who have a similar personality. Was your mother like that? Her grandmother? Mm, just a little bit, but not <laughs> okay. so much. Okay, sometimes we just, we're comfortable, even though we don't like it, we're comfortable gravitating towards people that give us that familiar feel you know we're used to living with that but you want to find better friends so think of someone in your life who's a better friend and spend much more time with that person and you can easily just keep telling robin no i'm not going to the club and no i don't want the pork that your mother's cooking listen thank you wish we had more time thank you so much for the call robin and thank you for oh you back with me okay thank you i'm dr ellen kenner on the rational basis of happiness toll free one eight seven seven dr kenner 